0: I heard it through the grapevine We are engrafted And a member of that branch Of drunken glory (laughs) Isn't that good? I am the vine dresser I'm the vine and you're the branches You cannot bear fruit apart from me Oh, Jesus, we know that full well, for we have tried to do everything apart from you. Turns out, apart from him, we can do nothing. <laughs>
1: Fruitless.
0: We can bear no fruit on our own. We require out of necessity for our lives the Holy Ghost. Mm. It took us a while to learn that, you know, we really had to come to an end of ourselves. A lot of people haven't come to an end of themselves, and that's why they don't require out of necessity the Holy Ghost. They think they can still do it in their brains.
1: (laughs) Still do it in their flesh, work it, You know, make it work.
0: That's really the benefit of having an extreme personality and doing extremes. You come to the end of yourself quickly and re- require out of necessity for your life the Holy Ghost. Otherwise, more Shaba. It's gonna Shabbat. How's everybody doing? Behold the Lion of the tribe of Judah and the seven blazing torches melting the flesh. Whoa. What happened there? Jesus. Jesus. <claps>
1: well... How's everybody doing?
0: Well, I am uh,
1: freaking burnt up. Ridiculousnesses of the burnt up of the burnt up of the drunker. drunker. That's what
0: we're dealing with, Larry. Hold on. Go ahead, Benny. Let me fix this abomination called Facebook Live.
1: Ew. Yep. Just a drunker, drunker, drunker. Like the. The reality of glory to glory is setting in. And, um, glory to glory for me right now is like I stay drunk even though I'm going through some pretty clear deliverances too. But I'm still, like, my forehead is still buzzing. And I still got cheech and chong eyes. And, like,. I may be having allergies, I may be, like, getting delivered of another level of sickness and death, but I'm still freaking retardedly drunk, and or more th- more than freaking retarded drunk, and it just feels like fire, and all I can do is curl up and go... <laughs> oh, good. Fire
0: yeah. God.
1: That's how I'm doing.
0: Godfather said to me, "Lose the seven torches to your soul. To feast upon all brains. Do you realize that the seven mountains, that the whore of Babylon, all people that try to live independently of God, that's what the whore of Babylon is, the foolish virgins. Everyone who tries to live apart from God, their maker, rides the scarlet beast of their flesh and sits upon seven mountains. Okay, that's all that means in the book of Revelation. So basic, so simple. And God the Father said, Let the seven blazing torches feast upon all your brains. For when your brains are eaten by the seven blazing torches, all that remains is the Spirit of God and His clarity and the river of life through your entire body. And you become a temple of the Holy Spirit through the purification of the Holy Spirit. And you have the mind of Christ. The only thing that's ever held us back our entire lives has been our brains. One thing. Not a million things, one thing. The brain. The brain is the flesh. Simple as that. I can't believe no one's been teaching this stuff. It's all the Bible talks about is the carnal mind wars, warring against the spiritual mind. You have the religious, the carnal, and the spiritual, the holy. From Genesis to Revelation, one group of people are Satan's people, the ones in their brain, and the other group of people are Jesus Christ's people, the ones in the Spirit, the ones in the glorious freedom of the Holy Spirit. It's always been that way. That isn't a new phenomena. It was exactly like that in the Old Covenant too. They murdered all the spiritual people called the prophets. The religious people in the brain The the sons and daughters of Satan in Israel murdered the prophets in every generation. To this day, the carnal mind wars against the spiritual mind. But guess what? God the Father said to me today, the holy place will now trample all flesh underfoot. In the book of Revelation it says about the whore of Babylon... Those who live in their brains like animals, who are members of the city of flesh, Babylon, who live out of starlight instead of the Spirit of God, it says they trample the holy place underfoot. God says the paradigm shift globally now is the holy place people. Like it says in Daniel chapter 7, the holy people who inherit the kingdom. And that's the end of the matter. The holy place, Holy Spirit, mind of Christ people will trample all flesh underfoot. We have no idea how powerful the Holy Spirit is. The Holy Spirit isn't just goosebumps in the sanctuary. Oh, I feel the sweet presence of God. The Holy Spirit is a devouring fire. Oftentimes, the Pentecostals and Charismatics are the most arrogant and prideful because they've experienced the Spirit, and we know. I speak in tongues, so I know. I mean, the pride that I dealt with going through the Charismatic and the, the Assemblies of God and all of the church, there's no, nothing more arrogant and prideful that I've encountered than people that have been in the Spirit, but are not fully transformed by the renewing of their mind. They are certain that they're right. But I tell you, by the seven Spirits of God, they are most certainly wrong. They don't have the full picture. The full picture is seven horns and seven eyes coming out of your souls. All of you, Holy Spirit, and none of me. We say that, you know, We're the disciples of Catherine Kuhlman in the Charismatic Church. I mean, that's the book they started me on day one in 1999. You know, I started off on Smith Wigglesworth and Catherine Kuhlman in in Teen Challenge. You know, we are the Charismatic Church. We are the glory people of God. Seriously. And it's like, we don't have a clue. Because... We don't, we've never seen the seven horns. We've never had the seven eyes. We don't know what it's like to be fully Jesus Christ on earth as it is in heaven. To have perfect heavenly Jerusalem manifesting through our entire souls. This is the first generation to bring that into being. So nobody knows. And anyone that says they know that doesn't have seven horns and seven eyes is a liar. Because the only person that tells the truth on earth is the seven spirits of God, the Holy Spirit. As it's written, All men are liars. Let God's word be the truth, and all people are liars. That's a verse in the Bible, and it's 100% true. Every time you speak out of your brains, you lie. Because there's no life in it. It's a lie eating from the tree of the knowledge of good. All religion is lies. All religions. Every single religion in the world is a lie from Lucifer. Because it's just the knowledge of good. And if you are a rebellious punk, like I was, the knowledge of evil is obviously demonic. And there's a lot of people that are very confident in how evil, evil they are and how powerful the knowledge of evil is. It's really not the knowledge of good that's on the tops of the mountains of Babylon. It's the people full of the knowledge of evil, and they don't play fair, and they take advantage of Christians' niceness. I see it all the time. I've been tested by the people of the knowledge of evil My whole life. And I came out of the group of people that were the knowledge of evil people. We came out of some real, real evil, evil stuff. And the knowledge of evil people, they always take advantage of Christians. I mean, I did. Christians were the weakest people I've ever met until I met God and was paralyzed in October 99. They were the weakest, most brainwashed sheeple I've ever met. Because there, there wasn't any horns in their life. So the demonic horns could just rule them. And I've seen the demonic horns of Satan just rule the Christians the last 18 years. And you know what? It's time for us to grow seven horns. So Satan's two horns no longer rule us. Which means the knowledge of evil be washed into the lake of fire. Trust me, this has never happened before. Satan has always had, you know, his Egyptians, his Sumerians, his Babylonians, his Americans. He's always had a culture of people that would be so willing to be filled with the knowledge of evil that they'd fully give their souls to Satan and his angels to become powerful sorcerers in the world. Fully cooperating with the demonic realm of evil. He's always had people that stupid. You know what? But God has never really had people that smart to get into the seven spirits of God with all of their heart and all of their soul. I mean, really. I mean, look at Christendom. Look at the greatest men and women of God. I mean... The greatest man of God I can see throughout history history that isn't the Messiah, Jesus Christ himself, is the Apostle John on Patmos. Seriously. I mean, and I've studied thousands. I mean, what John of Patmos became in spiritual maturity is a sign and wonder. It astonishes me every day. That's why the book of Revelation is my favorite. I've read it thousands of times. There's not a book in the Bible I've meditated on more than Revelation because it's the strongest meat for maturity in the entire Bible. And it is so necessary. And the more and more I've grown spiritually, simply as a child of the Father, just going from glory to glory, just eating the bread and drinking the wine of angels every single day of my life, the more and more it just breaks down the book of Revelation. (laughs) And, And I'm certain this is the generation that comes into the fullness of what John describes in Revelation. A people group that live in heavenly Jerusalem on earth. A people group that overcome the world and have the seven gifts of the conquerors by the Holy Ghost of Revelation 2 and 3. People that sit on the throne of David. Another thing God told me today is since our older brother King David, you know, he's in the cloud of witnesses, all of the people of faith of the old covenant have gone through Jesus Christ and are in the new covenant now. Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob are not old covenant anymore, they're Christians. Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob are Christians of the cloud of glory. I tell you the truth, they all serve Jesus Christ. In the Old Covenant, he was the angel of the Lord. They all believed in him. They all followed him. We need to understand these things because it's the truth. These were always the Holy Spirit, Jesus Christ, Father God people. From Genesis, Moses knew Jesus Christ face to face. Called the angel of the Lord. And he met with the Lord face to face. That's Jesus Christ the Messiah. Jesus up on the mountain of transfiguration he met with his friends Elijah and his friend Moses and the fathers there you know at like a family reunion maybe here's some refreshment because these people down on the earth are utterly clueless son of God here's Elijah and Moses your friends let's have a little happy time because it's so rough down there in the earth We'll have a little heavenly refreshment up here on the mountain of transfiguration with your friends Moses and Elijah. And the Father saying, I'm so proud of you, son. You're doing a good job. Keep it up. You know, just a little bit more to go. Because it's horrible down here without the Holy Ghost. And with people that trample the holy place underfoot every day and count as dung the things of the Holy Spirit. And always make excuses to say natural. We see it every day, and it grieves the Holy Spirit every day. These people, you know, that are just like, well, it's just the pineal gland and pineal gland, and you know, he's just on the essential oils, and that must have been the frankincense or the monatomic gold that got him high, because certainly there is no Holy Spirit. Says the faceless generation. <laughs> Truthelia, always attributing the things of the spirit to the natural realm. faithless, so demonic, these people's minds are buried in darkness, and until we unbury our minds ourselves, we can't even help the people in the world, the ones that are in darkness and the deep darkness. As it says in Isaiah, darkness is on the land and deep darkness on the people. You know deep darkness is on the people when they call everything good wrong. We look at people in the face and they'll tell us that what we're walking in is the demonic. You know, that I'm a Luciferian and a sorcerer and an antichrist and a false Christ. We have people say that all the time to us, calling the glory of God the demonic realm of Satan. That is unbelievable to me that Christians can do that. Shocking. Horrifying. I mean, that's nearly the glory glory of God is physically manifesting through my life. These people are nearly this far away from blaspheming the Holy Spirit. I tell you the truth. You're this far away from blaspheming the Holy Spirit of God, the Spirit of glory. When you see the glory of God physically manifesting through the sons of God and call it the devil, you will surely die. You will surely die that day. I say that because I want you to repent and soften your hearts and let the river of glory transform your lives. So many people are prisoners of Satan and religion. Religion is the spirit that always blasphemes. These people are blasphemers because they're prisoners to their brains. The brain is the seat of the beast. The brain is the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. That's why God so fervently desires to have all flesh trampled underfoot by the holy place, which literally means setting all creation free. That is the innermost desire of God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. That will set the world free. There will be no more confusion. When the seven torches of the Holy Ghost devour all brain matter in the world, there will be zero Confusion on earth. You know, but a lot of people will stay stuck in their brains and if you do that you will go the way of Satan. And he's not having a good time. The devil and his people are having a really hard time. Jesus Christ is having the celebration of the ages right now. I'm already in. I demonstrated publicly every day as I'm commanded by the heavenly Sanhedrin and the government of God. So that everyone could know there is a winning team so, that has heaven on earth already, right now, manifesting. You, your souls can enter the pearly gates right now. There's no reason to be in darkness at all. There's no reason to have religion. There's no reason. To be locked in your brains in the curse of the fall, in the tree of knowledge. The lion of the tribe of Judah has triumphed. That's what's written. Don't weep and lament anymore, guys. The lion of the tribe of Judah has triumphed. And the seven blazing torches destroy all brain matter on earth. And the power of the red dragon is destroyed by the Holy Ghost. That's what it means. That the power of the brain and the power of humanism and the power of man apart from God is destroyed by the lion of the tribe of Judah and now are seven blazing torches, sons of God. This is exciting because it's never happened before. We have always lost. We have always lost I've studied church history extensively. Five years in Bible college and just looking at the situation every generation since Pentecost. We lost to the Caesars. Majorly. By the tens of thousands, and some people say millions, the Christians were crucified, fed to lions, made sport in the Romans' Colosseums. We lost in the natural realm to the great red dragon, to the scarlet beast, which is the flesh of human brains. We lost. And then we lost to religion when we became a Roman empire and religiousized Christianity and made it a natural religion of dead works for hundreds and hundreds of years. And if you were spiritual during that time, oftentimes you were burned at the stake as a witch. When Christians spoke in tongues during the, the papacies of the Roman Empire, they were murdered and burned at the stake as witches for speaking at to- in tongues. True story. There's a couple exceptions, and we like to say, Oh, the mystics were cool, and Brandon, I gleaned a little something out of Teresa of Avila. Give me a break. It was mostly an abomination of flesh. Very Luciferian. Very demonic. The Jesuits have done tremendous damage to the world. Tremendous spiritual sin called iniquity. Tremendous sorcery. And trust me, Jesus Christ condemns religion, condemns the city Babylon, condemns the river Euphrates, and condemns religious Christianity to the lake of fire in Jesus' name. And let the seven blazing torches incinerate The human brains of Christianity. Amen. So that everyone can live in the glory of God. If you're not living in the glory of God, you're not even experiencing real Christianity. The Lord was saying, unless you're having fun in the glory of God every day, you've never even experienced true Christianity. John chapter 17. Jesus Christ says, Father, I have given them the glory. Did you receive the glory of God? If not, you've never even experienced real Christianity yet. And that's true with millions of Christians, even Pentecostal and Charismatic Christians. Don't live in the overwhelming presence of God that is the glory of God, in the white light Shekinah glory. You know what the seven spirits of God are? That's the glory of God. You take the seven colors of the rainbow and spin it like Elijah's whirlwind through your minds, you'll have a river of glory proceeding through your minds. Your minds become a superconductor of the glory light of God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ as they are created to do. The mind of Christ always magnifies the glory. The unrenewed mind, the religious mind, The rebellious mind, the knowledge of evil mind, the knowledge of good mind, always wars against the spiritual mind of the knowledge of the glory. But guess what? It's going to cover the earth as the waters cover the seas. Too bad. Now the holy place tramples the beast, the brains, and all religion underfoot. And unless we do that, there will be no true demonstration of real Christianity. I tell you the truth. Christianity has zero to do with your brains. Remember the song? Take me past the outer court into the holy place. Past the brazen altar. Lord, I want to see your face. His face is only in one place. The throne room. The holy place, the holy place is the place of your spirit, where your spirit has been translated out of darkness into his glorious light. If you've been born again, your spirit cannot sin. If, you've been, if you haven't been born again, ask Jesus into your heart today. And the Holy Ghost, the seven blazing torches before His throne will regenerate your spirits that are dead in iniquity and you'll come alive in the glory. I guarantee it on the blood of Jesus Christ. And now your spirit life will grow and it will baptize your brains underwater so you can live holy as He is holy. Amen. You have to sacrifice your brains to ever serve God. If you still live in your brains, I tell you the truth, out of love, you have never served God. God is spirit. And those who worship Him, which means those who serve Him, must be in spirit, must be in holy place. This is the place of the mind of Christ that comes up out of our hearts and baptizes our brains, which is our outer court bodies. Our flesh, it counts for nothing. The brains count for nothing. And the Babylonian system of sorcery The brains count for everything because all their spirits are dead in sin. So they invest hundreds of thousands of dollars into the university system to build up their brains with Luciferian information. For all knowledge apart from the seven spirits of God is Luciferian, I tell you the truth. And that is in fact what causes people to die. They eat from the tree of knowledge into their brains and die you know what? Almost all Christians are still eating from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Who has exclusively become a tree of life? Those who have are the sons of God and they are beginning to have their seven horns and seven eyes bud. Why? Because the, la- the Lamb of God has been slain, Revelation 5, 6, which means they count their flesh as crucified, their brains as crucified. That's why it says, Seven horns, seven eyes on the slain lamb. The slain lamb is the dead flesh. The flesh counting for nothing. Their brains counting for nothing. So that only the seven spirits of God, the roots of David, and the seven spirits of God, the bright morning star, exist through their life. That is in fact sonship maturity. I tell you the truth. That is what sonship is. And that's why it's a slain lamb and not a great big... Bull. Oh man, look at the flesh. They really got it going on. No. God used a shrimp. Small guy, not a beefy warrior, not a tall guy. A shrimp, a King David. The runt of Jesse's family. To demonstrate the superiority of the spirit over the flesh. And later on, that shrimp wielded Goliath's sword. Goliath's sword represents all the power of the words in the world remember in the Bible it says the word of God is the sword of the spirit your sword is your communication proceeding from his mouth is a double edged sword King David wielded Goliath's sword later on when he was younger he was too weak to carry it later on he carried it this symbolizes the development of the word of God through your life Now, who can handle the Goliath's sword that's all the communication in the world. In the Proverbs chapter 1, it's called dark speech. That's like sitting on an NHL playoff hockey bench and overhearing all the players' conversations and not twitching because you're offended by dark speech. Do you think Jesus is offended by dark speech? You understand, the Holy Spirit is omnipresent and doesn't sin. But when you take the communication of the realm of dead, like Gandalf speaking the black speech of Mordor, everyone shakes and says, don't speak that here. Because they're not mature enough to handle it. Who can handle the Goliath sword? You'd be lucky if you have five people on planet Earth in 2017. I tell you the truth. So don't even worry about our past broadcast. People get into four years of black speech of Mordor, like Gandalf the White. Don't even, you don't even need that. Get into the RLM Glory School of 2016. Put up those 183 MP3s on repeat and get into the glory. And get out of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil before you even learn about the advanced righteousness of black speech, dark speech, Proverbs 1 speech of the Holy Ghost. Because some things are just too deep of the king's heart. And we just don't expect anyone to understand that. And it's not for your understanding. It. Sometimes it's just about freedom and has zero to do with understanding. And that just irks the brain more than anything. When it's not about understanding and it's just simply about power and authority and dominion and might and King David holding a giant sword of the Nephilim Goliath. Truth in Amen. So, we are in a season now where the sons of God have the seven horns and the seven eyes budding. These are the seven spirits of God sent out into all the earth. What does it mean when Scripture says sent out into all the earth? I saw a vision of it today. It was Pentecost. I saw the seven spirits of God sent out into all the earth. That is The eventual consuming of the natural realm by the Holy Ghost through God's covenant people in Daniel 7 called the holy people who inherit the kingdom. The word kingdom there, if you study it out, means the dominion and the ruling and reigning realm of the king. We hear kingdom and it's just a generic term in Christianity, but it actually means the dominion of the ruling and reigning realm of the king of glory. It is a fierce, fierce place of perfect holiness. The realm of the king's dominion and authority and power. And it says about these people in Daniel 7, there's a group of holy people, which means there's no sexual immorality in their minds, no eyes of adultery, nothing unclean. They walk in the highway of holiness through their mental ray by the seven spirits of God from within them, throughout them, and outside them. And these people inherit the king's dominion. That's what's written in the Bible. Read it for yourself. Daniel chapter 7. That is now happening right now. Good news. That's happening right now. We have never had a group of people walk in higher holiness, I tell you the truth, in this number than right now. May 5th, 2017. Has the most amount of people in the highest measure of holiness of all previous generations. It's true. Rarely has, has there ever been people coming out of religion like Penny, coming out of rebellion like me, that have been able to walk in the high places of holiness with the Father in the coolness of the day. I mean, even in Lonnie Frisbee and Catherine Coomins' day and Oral Roberts' day and all these great apostles and prophets and, you know, Smith Wigglesworth Day, it was like a one-man freak show. It was. It was like a one man. No one understood what the heck Smith Wigglesworth was doing. They couldn't stand to be around the burning presence of the Holy Ghost through his life. He was way too freaking holy. It was painful to their flesh when he prayed. People just run out of the room. Now whole cities are getting discipled in the seven blazing torches. People are coming out of religion everywhere. People are coming out of rebellion everywhere. These seven blazing torches of the Holy Ghost are beginning to burn through the mountain of all brains on Mountain Earth. It is. Symbolically, the earth is like a mountain. And the only thing that matters on the earth is the human brains. That's why he was crucified at Skull Hill. You know, he wasn't crucified at, you know, Spirit Palace. You know, mysticism avenue. Skull hell, Jerusalem. Because all Jesus Christ, he never wasted a moment of his time. He just died right at the place of the skull so he could take over the mountain of brains of planet earth by the fire of God sent at Pentecost. Resting tongues of fire. Where? Upon their skulls. Because that's why he died on the cross. And for no other reason. So that the fire of God would devour the whole world in Jesus' name. And it is. It is devouring the whole world. And this fire is accelerating so strong now that it will refine the whole world. The whore of Babylon will die. That rides the scarlet beast of brains will die. That scarlet beast will be crucified. That whore of Babylon will be crucified. The seven blazing torches will melt the mountains of Babylon like wax at the presence of the Lord of all the earth. Because in His presence is the fullness of joy. And Nehemiah 8.10 says, The joy of the Lord is our power, strength. Amen? It's important. Because this Holy Ghost fire, seven spirits of God perfection through our hearts, seven spirits of God perfection through our souls, is coming forth through our souls and the seven spirits of God are in front of us now. And that's what eats the brains of the seven mountains of human flesh that has ruled the world in wickedness. Wickedness only exists because people live in their brains in the high places of the world. Independent of God the Father and Lord Jesus Christ. When the holy place people take the high places, we will rule this world by the power of the Holy Ghost as we were created to do. It's never happened before. Why? Because we haven't ever been spiritual enough. We go to these churches and listen to these people that cap us out about how free and how much fun, how much glory we can walk in. There's no cap to the Holy Ghost. We're just getting started. I mean, people come out of such grave religion in the charismatic church, grave religion, that they get around people that are a little more spiritual, and it's like shell shock. I didn't even know that. was They're offended by that measure of spirituality, by that measure of freedom, the glorious freedom of the Son of God, it's called in First Peter, because they are such captives of Babylon. It's time to set the captives free, guys. And the fire of God will burn down all the walls of flesh that have kept people prisoners of religion in their brains. This is the mass exodus right now by the fire of God that burns up all the barriers that have kept people bound up in their brains, which is in fact the curse of the fall. You want to live curse-free? It's as simple as being spiritually minded. And we have the seven horns and the seven eyes. We have the slain Lamb of God's soul life blazing through us. Eyes of blazing fire in Jesus' name. That's actually the gift of salvation that you receive the day you're born again. If you keep growing in that seed of the Holy Spirit that you were born again of, automatically, effortlessly, you just grow up to be just like Jesus. It's so effortless. When you're born again... You're born of the divine nature of Jesus Christ. Now it's time to just drink the Holy Spirit, hear from your older brothers and sisters who have just walked this thing out for years and years so you know it's true and see it demonstrated before your eyes every day so you can have faith for it, so it can begin to manifest in your own lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Partner with Red Letter Ministries. Sow into this ministry and I guarantee you God will bless you more than you can give. It's a covenant promise in the book of Malachi to test the Lord in finances. We're seeing awesome signs and wonders and miracles by people who sow their finances, which is the power of the natural realm, into the spiritual ministry because God just wants to demonstrate His power in your life. Donate at redletterman.com and be blessed. We love you. We'll see you tomorrow. Amen. Glory.